Happy Wednesday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. Yes, I'm back from Disneyland and the Disneyland Half Marathon Weekend. And Pam joins me today and we answer your listener questions. We get some questions about tipping with the Disney Dining Plan returning just this past week. Also, we have a guest who's coming over from the UK and going to be at Walt Disney World for 18 days in October. He's got most of the big stuff planned, but what should he be thinking about at this point of his trip planning? Also, a great guest down in Arkansas who is taking his uh, family on their very first Disney cruise. They've been to Walt Disney World many, many times, but Disney Cruise Line, new experience. What should they think about in Nassau as far as port excursions? We also get some more questions about Run Disney weekends and tours at uh, Animal Kingdom Park and more. So lots of fun on today's podcast. Don't forget our show brought to you by The Magic for Less Travel. Check out all the great services they offer you for no additional cost over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you make your purchases online. Be our guest podcast.com slash Amazon. And thank you so very much to our Patreon supporters. You make all these shows possible. You can support us starting at just $5 a month. And you'll get that bonus show called Mike in the Midwest. Coming over, patreon.com slash Be Our Guest Podcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Welcome to episode 2421 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rallman, from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at The Magic for Less Travel. Happy Wednesday to you. Hope you're having a great week and hope you found some heat because, man, it's cold here in the States most places. So uh, huddle up with us. We're going to all stay warm. I'll offer you... Some of those uh, little baggies that you shake there and they get all like uh, warm. You put them inside your gloves. Those things are yes. awesome to have right about now. That's going to be what we're going to be virtually for you here for the next 35 to 40 minutes as we tackle your listener questions here midweek. I'm freshly returned from the West Coast, Best Coast, and I thought it was cold out there. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> when I got off that plane back at Lambert International Airport here in St. Louis and Hit those uh, those automatic doors to get on that little church bus to go to my my uh, Jeep that had been sitting out in the little long-term parking. Whew. Yeah, I longed for 45 in those corrals. I was like, yeah, whatever. So we're going to have a good time recapping the half marathon weekend as Disneyland races returned after seven years on Friday show. But today, Pam Forrester, co-owner of the Magic for Less Travel, joins me and we're taking care of business because we have questions to answer and we're heading out to Pittsburgh, where I'm sure it's just is below zero this morning here, Pam. What about Pittsburgh? How you been? Long time. It's, I know, right? I'm so proud of you and all the rest of the lizards who have run um, one or both of these crazy <laughs> races. Uh, it's, it looks like a good time. The... Um, what 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 is the little saying when you go to beer garden like a, a noisy good time or a crazy good time or something um but anyways it looked like that so um so glad to see so many people doing that and yes it is very cold here we had a snow day in my neck of the woods um yes the teacher Whoops. in my house was very happy <laughs> i hit the wrong button there but a snow days always get the tutor there you go <laughs> you're right exactly and there's potential for more that are happening this week so um 
but yes, uh, it's good. I mean, it was a really pretty snow when it happened. So we'll take it for a little bit. By tomorrow, we'll all be tired of it, though. I'm over the cold. And, you know, and I'll usually love snow. Snow days are always a great thing. But when your 16-year-old daughter just gets her driver's license, the snow's not a great thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, dude. It's yeah. like it's like jumping into a video game at <clears throat> like level 10. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like uh, let's cool it down a little bit. Let's get a little, you know, dry sunny driving conditions here for a couple of months. We don't have to take we don't have to take it all the way up to a 10 right now. Like seriously cuz she wants to go to Target all the time. You know, like any <laughs> any reason like I need deodorant. I'm like what why do you need deodorant right now? It's snowing. I, I don't. I need. A, I need some for my cheer bag. I'm like, well, can't you just take the stuff that's in the bathroom, put it in your cheer bag? It's not heavy. Nope. Just gotta have backup. I'm like, serious. You just want to drive, and I, I can't. Yep. I can't. It, I've done the same thing. I'm terrible. Hundred uh, percent. That's so, exactly what it is. I'm just saying. It's just uh, being a parent. So, all right, let's jump in here and get to the questions. We have a question actually from Instagram because we're recording live on Instagram for one of the first times, which we just learned how to do, which we're excited about. And it looks like Nina's Arena is live joining us on Instagram. So thanks for being there. She says, have you done the Savannah uh, it's Starlight Safari uh, tour, she says in, in, a, in a later comment. Would you recommend over walking with giants or up close with rhinos? So she's looking, I guess, for tours over at Animal Kingdom. But Starlight Safari, I have not heard of that one. Pam, have you heard of that one? I'm not. They used to have a one that they did at the Animal Kingdom Lodge. It was called the Sundown Safari, I believe. That was like um, Wainiyama. And I don't want to butcher a word, but this was back in the day. Um, so I had done that and it was at the Animal Kingdom Lodge and it had dinner included. Um, and it was a really fun experience. This one, from what I understand, is also at the Animal Kingdom Lodge. And if it's anything like the one that I had done before, um, I really appreciated it. I just thought it was just one of those cool things that we did. I believe with this one, they um, take you out and you get to use those night vision goggles to see what's going on. And many of the animals are out on the savannah for a big portion of the night. It's funny, if you wake up early sometimes, you will see the giraffe out there laying down. Um, which is, I mean, that's a really cool thing to see. How often do you get to see something like the giraffe laying down? Um, but I haven't done it yet. So if you're going to do that, you have to come back and tell us about it because I think so many people would be interested in that. I know that the Caring for Giants and the um, the yeah, rhino close with one. the rhinos. Yeah, they're, they're, yes. they're both. I mean, the thing is, both of those get rave reviews, like the, the, the elephants and the rhinos. And I think it's, you know, it's just access to the animals that most people are never going to get in their everyday lives. I know. It is incredible. I remember we did one of the early morning ones before the park opened, Steve and I, and the rhinos, it was a cooler morning and the rhinos were running and playing right next to our little open air vehicle. And we got to see them and they're huge but they're like you know your household pets like running and playing <laughs> like that's what it looked like they were a couple of big dogs they were running and chasing each other um and you could see that and it's really so amazing plus they have um the white rhinos are i believe those are the ones that are really endangered and the fact that you get to see those animals up close and do all that i think is amazing i i think that 
the Animal Kingdom and Animal Kingdom Lodge tours are some of the best tours. I know for Disney fans, there are so many more that might appeal to us, like the Utilidors ones and, and those, but these offer such a unique experience. Um, and I think I've never heard anything that wasn't good about them. So Yeah, I agree with that. All, all my guests that come back that that go on any of these tours at Animal Kingdom Park or that that premium one that's uh through Animal Kingdom Lodge, they just rave about it. They're like, Mike, you know, because I'm always asking, okay, you came back, you know, they're always like, got back from my trip, had a good time. But you know, that when they say that, I'm always like, well, give me like top three, you know, top three, what what did you like? You know, what, what was something maybe you would change? You know, I always I always want to learn from the guest point of view, like what yeah. went well and you know, maybe not what went bad, but maybe what was something you would do differently so that I can help a guest down the line. You know, and I can do my trips better, I'll be honest, you know, because I learned from everybody. And uh every time like, man, we we did this over at Animal Kingdom Lodge. And and they they talk about it. <laughs> that ends up being the email, you know, like we did this caring for giants, you know, and it was yeah, we, did you know what an elephant smells like? Well, I do know, yeah, because I run the, the marathon every year, and at mile 13, it knocks me out. But, you know, other than that, yeah, it's pretty awesome. <laughs> they they love those tours. So, yeah, I don't know if I would recommend one or the other. I think that the the one where you get the, the meal and you go out in the Jeep, that's going to feel more exclusive. That's going to feel more premium probably. But you're going to have access closer to, like, actual, like, veterinary care and what it's like to tend to the animals with the rhinos and the elephants, wouldn't you say? It is. And the one, the nighttime one doesn't include the meal anymore. Oh, That's doesn't. the difference. Oh. I wanted to make sure of that make sure I was thinking of the right thing. So the one, the, the starlight one doesn't include the meal anymore, but you do get the night vision goggles. So that's a very cool experience too. And you might see the animals doing things that you wouldn't normally see. Um, that's just, I think, one of the things about staying at the Animal Kingdom Lodge, every time I stay there, I'm sort of in awe by just going out on that balcony and seeing the, like right there, like giraffe and zebra and um, wildebeest. And uh, I mean, all of them, it's just very, very cool. So um, I think, I don't think that you can go wrong. So, so next question is super timely and it, caps it's from listener jared he says mike i'm sending out an apv for sunday at 3 p.m now this is for this sunday coming up sunday at 3 p.m do the rooms at art of animation get nbc or will me and my father-in-law have to find a spot to watch the lions game this sunday so lions fans have not now we're not talking about lions over on the uh the, you know on pride rock there at animal kingdom park we're talking about the Detroit Lions, which haven't had to worry about the, the playoffs for the last 32 years. So for some of our listeners' lifetimes, like Scotty G, but they took out the Rams, well done, and they are moving on. Playoff game this Sunday, good news. Yes, the TVs do all get NBC at Walt Disney World, so they you can do. watch it at your room at Art of Animation, but go to Rick's. Go over to Coronado <laughs> Springs and party with the other Detroit Detroitians. I don't know what they're called. But all the, you don't want to watch a playoff game when you've waited 32 years to be in the playoffs. 
Party it up. Go to Rick's. Yes. Go, go somewhere with, with the crowds, right, Pam? And get because yeah. dude, Rick's has great food. Go to Rick's. You will not be alone. Go someplace where you'll be in the company <laughs> of other folks who want to watch this game as well. Um, for those who don't know, uh, the same sort of guy company own La Cava del Tequila and Rick's over at um the Coronado and a few other locations there in Walt Disney World. They actually, so Rick's has some great bar food. Oh, um, so I good. saw that they just updated their brunch menu. Hello, that looks pretty good. Um, so yeah, go out, go check it out, go have some fun. Um, I think that's the perfect place. The other, there's a lot of other um, lounges on Disney property too. Uh, at most of the deluxe resorts, you're going to be able to find it. I guess my second choice would be over at the beach club. You can go to Martha's Vineyard. They're going to probably have the game on there. Um, and you probably won't be alone there. Uh, and I can't, there's not really a location at Artemy and animation to do that. It's mostly going to be at the deluxe resorts where you're going to find the lounges with the televisions. The other place we recommend for people looking to watch a game is at city works. Yep. But I agree with you, Mike Rick's is a much more intimate sort of location. And I think much more conducive to sort of, you know, bonding with the folks who are also cheering for the same team that you are and having some fun, but sportsmanlike yes. banter back and forth. <laughs> Their menu is rocking there. Their menu is just solid. They have really good food right now. This, like, the menu's in oh. your wheelhouse. Uh, yeah, sure. yeah, this simple man in the Midwest menu is right there. I mean, it's 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 Buffalo Wild Wings, basically, is what it is. I mean, with a little little more class, I think. It's it's great bar food and just the environment size. I will say too, Scott and I saw the first Lions game there, the kickoff against Kansas City, and we were we were in the vicinity. We were sitting there marathon weekend for the Lions last regular season game as they closed out the season. I think they won both games. So I'm just saying, I think a podcast listener needs to be there just for the good mojo for your team. So you should probably go to Rick's. And by the yeah. way, Kelly uh, from Jersey here on Instagram says, we watched the Eagles-San Fran game on December 9th at the Riv, and it was so much fun watching with other fans. So maybe they watch it like Bar Riva or somebody like that. Yeah, that's a good yeah. idea. Cool. Yeah, I would do whatever at Bar Riva. They would be like, "We're having <laughs> an, an international Tupperware party at Bar Riva." Oh my God, Tupperware! Like, sure, sure. We're gonna yes. have a thir thirty-one party or what was that thing? Where Pam, yeah. Pam used to sell those candles way back in the day when she first started teaching. What were those candles called? Oh they were my like, gosh, uh, I don't know. But party, like, light. Yeah, party, oh, light. party light. Party light. She had, she had, she had <laughs> closets full of those suckers. Like the Pampered chef, yeah, all, you know, the yeah. Things, all, all the, the things, things yes. all the things, whatever. Richard, Richard says, like, yes. yeah, Richard says, Splitsville. That's another good place. We saw like, uh, oh, we saw, sure. yeah. we all watched that game where Brady went back to New England uh, together. It's was that's another jam in place. All right, back to the yeah. inbox. This one's from my good friend Trisha out in Indiana, who has an awesome daughter named Abby, who's working in hospitality, which we love. Says, uh, hey, Mike, congratulations on all the miles. Looks like you had an amazing couple of weeks on both coasts. Uh, she just had some feedback on that show that I did um, a solo show while I was uh, obviously out of the office about I went back and went through the 2003 burn bombs guide to Walt Disney World and just read some of the pages, some of the fun facts, some of the, the, the facts about the resorts. And here's what she had to say about that. I know this isn't a Mike of the Midwest podcast where you want the feedback, but I thought along the lines of going through the burn bombs guide, you would enjoy this little tidbit a few days before. 
I had the chance to listen to the podcast. I was cleaning out some files and I found the itinerary slash receipt from our 2008 uh, trip. It was for a one bedroom standard view at the boardwalk, September 13th to the 19th, six nights, seven days of park hopper tickets with the dining plan for two adults and one child, $3,600 with the discount. I think it was maybe 15%. Just wow. I sure would take that back. I just priced it with the current discount, $9,500. Just speechless. Anyway, I thought I'd share. Have safe travels home or when you get back home with your girls, depending on when you see this, stay warm. It's freezing in Indiana, and I'm sure St. Louis isn't much better, if not worse, Trish. So we went through. So what I did was in 2003, I went through and talked about all the 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 tips and some of them are still very true 21 years later like get to the parks early yeah um, take a midday break uh but then some of them were so outdated like it was just if, if you listen to the show it was about a week ago it's on the feed it was super interesting because in that burn bombs guide i think this is when everybody gets into the disney community i don't know if it's uh, it's probably not as true anymore but it was 20 years ago especially for like you and i and scott said he was the same way if you got in, you know, nowadays you probably just pick up a podcast or go to blogs and stuff. But back right. in the day, the first thing you did was you got the Burn Bombs Guide. Like you saw it. In, um, 100%. Right. I mean, before you get in it, like the second step was when you're a big nerd, you would get the unofficial guide. But you got the Burn Bombs Guide first because it had all the pictures. Right. It had it had the glossy paper. It had the pictures. It, and this one still had the coupons in the back. It had the thing where you could fill it out during the trip. Like my favorite ride was my favorite, you know, yes. uh, restaurant was my favorite meal, all that stuff. And so it, but it went through and it even had every year. It had like the rates for all the hotels. It had the ticket prices. It had the price for the like the ultimate park hopper. It had the price for the annual passes. I mean, the annual passes were like three hundred dollars, you know, for it was just it was mind boggling, like the, the price differences and just things like that. But it was it was fun just to look back on how, you know, just things change over the years for better or for worse. I mean, everything's got more expensive. I mean, like I watch these game shows in my in my office all day and, you know, they price out a car that was four thousand dollars. Right. You can't get a car now for 40 grand. You know, it's like it's it's ridiculous, but it's just it's fun to see that. You know, a lot of these things have stayed the same for nostalgics like me. You know what I'm saying? The, the Carousel of Progress, exactly the same as 2003. So I can go back in time that way. But of course, we have new improvements to theme parks like Tron. We have Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. We have some things that are still there, but are much improved. You know, it, transportation systems. Skyliner didn't exist, and that's a great improvement because that's Pop Century's way to get you to Epcot and the studios in a much more fun and efficient manner that is still very Disney. But if I could have seen that in 2003, it would have blown my mind. I mean, I actually went down there for the opening because I thought it was so cool. I, You know, it's fun to have that trip, their nostalgia. So it's, it's cool to have a combination of the old and the new, which I think that I was trying to bring out in that episode. Yeah. Just to, you know, I needed something kind of for filler. I was out of the office, but it was fun just to look back and kind of look forward to it at the same time. I agree. I was like you. So I would go and, of course, buy a Burn Bombs book every year as soon as they came out. Um, and I am not one that holds on to a lot. Um, I just, I, you know, that's just how my brain works. We are constantly purging stuff from the house and whatnot, but I cannot get rid of these old books. Um, and some of the reasons why are, first of all, I not only bought the book, there were 
highlighted and dog-eared mm-hmm. pages. Oh, same, and same. It was a multi-color <laughs> highlighter situation, depending on what the information I was highlighting pertained to. Like yellow was resorts, pink was dining, dining yeah, yeah. green was, you know, things outside the parks. All, all that stuff. So there were, I mean, it was a lot going on here. I think I probably studied these more than I did any book. Throughout it was my more fun. And you know, it, it just, here, honest to God, the, the one restaurant I always wanted to go to, and we went on our very first trip was San Angel Inn. And the only reason oh, I went yeah. there, I mean, I love Mexican food, don't get me wrong, but it was that picture, right? I mean, that picture. They had say, you, you had to want to go there, right? Because it had a pyramid. It had a ride going through it. It yes. was like nighttime, even if you were eating at three in the afternoon. Like, I mean, they couldn't have like made you want to eat somewhere, at least in my world, like more than San Angel Inn. I was like, sign me up. That's I got to eat there. Yeah, it's true. I don't care about the rice. I yes. just know I'm eating at that restaurant. No, I, re- I absolutely agree. So I did the same. And in terms of the pricing thing, let me tell you, I am looking for a new car. Um, and it's literally the same car I am driving. I have a Honda Pilot. It's been a fantastic car for me. I just it's just time for me to get a new car. And I keep saying to Steve, what happened? This is the same car. Like right. it isn't that old. Like how is the price that much more? I I just am like this is I don't know. Like, you know this I'm having I'm having the conversations that make me feel like I'm really old. Right? Now, people are like why do you like your Jeep? I'm like I love my 2012 Jeep Wrangler because it is paid off. That is I why know, I love. Right? It's got a hundred thousand miles on it and it's got a few dings, but that sucker's paid off, and that's why I love that sucker. It's the whole thing. The so funny. Jeep. And Stacy, by the way, is tuned in on Instagram. So first longtime listener, but first time listening live. So thanks for joining us. That's fun. It. Yeah. Look at this. It's, Instagram's uh, going to expose us to um, other people who haven't had the chance to see us live. I love that. Yeah. The, Me the, too. Nina said she looked up her trip to adults, all-star sports, 10-day park hopper, Magic Your Way Plus Dining from December 24th to January 2nd. So, I mean, the most expensive, busiest month of the year, January 2011, December 24th to January 2nd, $3,200. Dude, that's crazy. That's so fun. But I love looking back. I mean, the thing is, like, I mean, you know, right now, the days, I mean, 10 years from now, like, we'll be like, ha ha, you know, look at the price. It's just, you just got to enjoy the good times because you're living in them. You just don't realize it at the time, so. Yeah, each time you go to the grocery store, you have the same oh, stop. Yeah. conversation with yourself. You're like, is this the price? Is this the real price? I say that all the time. I know. Seriously, even Taco Bell's getting expensive. When that happens, that's just a, that's a bad sign. <laughs> <laughs> when you're paying a lot for that, that's just not good. Okay, Adam's got a question. He's actually over in the UK, and it's a great planning question. He says, uh, hey, Mike, N-H-Y, is that new happy year? I don't know. Maybe it was supposed to be Happy New Year, but it got mixed up. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe it's how they do it in England. It's probably an English thing. New Happy Year. (laughs) I don't know. Don't do an accent. Don't do an accent. I think I just did. Uh, Anyway, hope you and Scott had a great time over Marathon Weekend. (laughs) Planning question. As a family of four, a six-year-old and a four-year-old, and we have 18 days at the world in October. Let me say that one more time. 18 days in the world. Right. This is how our friends in Europe vacation, people. They don't vacation. They take a holiday, just so you know. It's very cool. Uh, Anyway, we have park tickets for 14 days, plus water park tickets on top of that. Accommodations, flights are all booked. 
what should I do next from a planning point of view? Best Adam over in the UK. So flights are booked, accommodation secured, tickets are secured. What should he be doing next for a trip that is planned at that point in October? What should he be thinking about? So I think, first of all, you got to start thinking about dining next, where, what dining you're going to, going to want to do, um, and you'll be able to make those reservations 60 days out. So that will be an important step. Um, and I, you know, I think you can research that for a while, you know, to sort of narrow it down. And then you find, you look at the menu and sort of decide how that fits into your plans. Um, I think that's part of it. You, I think another thing to start thinking about too is, do you want to use magic bands or not? I believe Disney is not shipping them internationally anymore, but it's something that you could pick up when you're here. So it's something just to think about in that space. Uh, what other things do you do as the trip approaches? I guess transportation from the airport to Disney, mm -hmm. that's something that you're going to want to take advantage of. Just figure out what you're going to do, um, what you need. If you're going to need groceries or anything like that, sort of navigate through that. Will you use Instacart? Do you need a stroller? You have a four and a six-year-old. Are you going to want a stroller? Are you no. bringing a stroller with you? You see, you got time. It's October. You get them in shape by then. <laughs> get the stroller. We're boot camp. You got January to October in boot stroller camp. Boot camp. No, no, you get a stroller. <laughs> Seriously, just don't have mine. But the other thing you can do, I think, just to keep the excitement up for everyone in the family, is just at different times, get together and talk about it. I I mean, this is what we do. And planning is definitely a big part of the fun. Talk to them about what they're really looking forward to. Talk to everyone in your family about it. I think that's important, too, to get the kids involved with the planning. It'll be interesting. The things that they latch on to, the things that they decide they're looking forward to. If you have Disney+, Plus, you can watch some of those episodes with the Imagineering and behind the scenes and those kind of things. Those are fantastic to get everyone one psyched and keep the energy up for that. Um, talk about your resort, look at the things to do there. I, I just think, you know, dive into all that and just really sort of, you know, get everyone's input. That's what makes the trip so much fun. The good news is he's knocked out the major stuff. Like 100%. You, you've got the major planning done. So now you get to do kind of the fun planning stuff, right? It's, yes. it's the, you got the like major stuff and then you got the, the minor stuff. Like you're, you're moved on to the fun minor stuff. So that's good news. You're in good shape. Yes. Yeah, totally. Agreed. And have, and I think they call them trolleys. Well, no, they, they, call, they call them something besides strollers. Uh, maybe Prams. Prams. Do you ever heard of that? I don't know what I was thinking. Yes. I, don't know, I was thinking of something. Maybe I'm thinking of grocery a pram parts. is like a carriage, sort of <laughs> like know. for a baby. A There's carriage. a pram. By the way, yeah. and I'll probably talk about this on Friday. I loved Haunted Mansion Holiday out of Disneyland. It's so fun, right? Oh, I don't even like that movie. I wrote that thing four times. <laughs> like it's not because everybody said it was an overlay. It's not an overlay. That's like a whole different attraction. It really is, and they change the music and whatnot. Yeah. And the it's it's a small world holiday is the same thing. Well, that was down. I couldn't do that. That was down. Oh, um, I know. And so was Blue Bayou. But I'm, I'm totally blown Friday's show. But we had dinner the last night at uh, Cafe Orleans, and they had yes. Monte Cristos, and they, they had do. hurricanes. They do. On. They do. <laughs> <laughs> They do. They do. 
So that was pretty sweet. Okay, and we'll talk about that on Friday because it was that good. Uh, Ashley has a question. Hey, Mike and crew, I'm headed to Walt Disney World in April for the springtime surprise. I've never had the dining plan before. Great question for right now. And before, uh, sorry, I never had the dining plan before. And looking forward to not worrying about budget while on vacation. That's a great, great reason to have a dining plan. But how do you tip? Can I charge to my room? I never carry cash. Should I for this? That's a great, great question because the dining plan just came back on January 9th. So what? We're like a week into the dining plan, and the world. I know the world is still spinning. Everything the is world good. Is spinning. We're still here. I think t- <laughs> I, it's crazy, um, really and truly. I I can't believe that that's where we're at again. And I I think from what we hear from guests, this is one of the reasons why people add the dining plan to their trip. In addition to the savings that they're going to see, the fact is that they can pay for this before they leave home, and that's a huge. I think stressor at times, like no one wants to come home to a big credit card bill. Like it just, you don't want to. And there are ways to avoid that. They can also use, I know so many people buy like their gift cards at target and then use them to pay for their Mm -hmm. trip and you get that discount. So basically you can buy your gift cards at target, use them to pay for the trips and get whatever discount Disney is offering too. So again, you're getting a discount on that as well. So Lots of good stuff there with the dining plan. I'm so glad it's back because so many guests were asking about it when it was gone. So um, you, but you can absolutely tip with, you can charge tips back to your room. You can pay them with a Disney gift card. If you have them, you can pay with a credit card right there. You can also tip with cash right there too. So um, all those things are things you can do. Yeah, Because at the end of the meal, they still will always bring you a, a bill. Right. They will bring you the, the, the folio and you'll sign off and that's where you just sign your tip. And, it'll, you know, you can you can give a card, you like put a gift card in there. You could, you know, have them take your magic band and that would yeah. go back to your room. You could, you know, Apple pay it. You know, I use Apple pay a lot. Just it's easier. It's done. And that way I don't have to like look at the end of the day, you know, at the end of my trip and be like, I mean, I'm still it's still going to my credit card the exact same way. I don't it's like <laughs> skipping a step. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. What's the difference? <laughs> it's just like it's like one incremental step that I that I don't see, but whatever. Yeah, it just charged your room, and then at the end, it just all accumulates. So yeah, tip well because they're working hard. And she has yeah. a second question. Uh, she says, "I'm planning a fall trip with two friends that have never been to Disney. Any tips for what to ask them so I can plan what they like without overwhelming them with questions? We don't live in the same place, so I don't know their day to day preferences." I'm looking forward to hearing about your recent race weekends. Ashley is in Fairbanks, Alaska. So you know what? I bet she's like, quit whining about the cold weather. <laughs> <laughs> she's, like, You're she's like, I don't want to hear it. She's like, we have days day. where yeah. the sun does not rise. Exactly. Here. She's like, snow days. Snow days. Ha, 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 ha. Exactly. Anyway, that's just, Ashley, you win, you win emailer of the day today. I'm giving you the gold star. This is another great question. You're bringing some newbies. Because that is a fine line to walk, right? You don't want to overwhelm 100%. them, but you also want to make sure that they get out of the trip what they want to, you know, that they have a great time too. So what would you say, fam, to that? It's like, this is always my dilemma because people will come to me and say, I'm planning a Disney vacation. I've never been. Where should I start? And I want to be like, oh my gosh, right. <laughs> word vomit for the next 45 minutes, like on what you can do. But um, I say start at the beginning, right? So first you're going to pick your dates and you have those. 
So once you do that, you're going to pick your resort and the type of tickets that you want, and then you're going to move through that process. Now, when you start getting into the day-to-day -day planning, the nitty gritty of that, that can get super overwhelming. So I think a good question to start with is, hey, have you heard about anything that someone has done or whatever at Walt Disney World that you know you really want to do? Because most of us know people who have been to Walt Disney World um, and they to come home and they talk about it. And then you can sort of get into, are there any like Disney characters that you know you like or any like Disney movies you really like or what kind of attractions do you like? It's things like that. So you just sort of move through those questions. But yes, for all of us who are Disney fans, as soon as we hear that there is new blood in the room that can listen yeah. to our recommendations about Disney, it's like the floodgates are it open. Is. You got to be careful. <laughs> you got to temper because you have that. And it's, it's because we have enthusiasm. We want to share our love. But man, like it's like a preacher. You know, I don't know. I grew up in a church, right? It's like that preacher that just gets going on their sermon, man. They just want to just keep it going. It's like you're dude. like, dude, the football game's on. I know. It's like it's like minutes. it's like it's like you know, it's like the old joke, right? It's like, man, it's like noon. I just want to get there before everybody else gets to the buffet, right? I'm gonna be at the back of the line. Like, stop. Like, I'm good. Like, I want to ride Tron. Cool. You know, want to ride Small World. Awesome. Let me right? loose. Let me loose. I just want to leave. You know, but no, just you know. The, I think the best thing is hopefully they'll trust you and that you're just going to have a good time with them. But yeah, yeah. just listen to their input and then, you know, find out like if, if they like Mexican food, just, you know, take them to a Mexican place, you know, take them to San Angel Inn. Cause that's an experience on top of the meal. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like the, the boat goes through, there's a smoking volcano. That'd be fun. You know, or if they like, you know, like, like beer garden, that's not just a meal. You know what I'm saying? That's got the Oompa yeah. band and it looks like you're in a little village. Like they would get a kick out of that. You know what I'm saying? Like the unique there are, dining yeah, experiences. Yeah, like Garden are, Grill. Yeah. yeah. Even if they like kind of basic food, that that's not very adventurous. But the ro it rotates. You get characters, you know, that kind of stuff. And of course, it is. And I think most meals. people should do a character mm -hmm. meal. Totally. In, in very rare circumstances, do I say, okay, don't do a character meal. But I think even people who think they aren't going to like it end up liking it. So it's something to try. All right, Maja Kimberly is tuned in live on Instagram as we're trying this out again today. We appreciate that. This is heading to Disney in five for five days with my husband in early February. We're going to do a monorail crawl, but wondered if you can just sit at the bar for a drink at California Grill without a reservation. That's your place, Pam, so help her out there. It is. Sometimes you can and sometimes you can't. It really just depends on how busy they are. So what you want to do is go up to the sort of check-in desk for the uh, California Grill. It's on the, the second floor of the Contemporary. You'll actually just take the escalator up and you'll see it right there. There's a check-in desk after they've opened and ask if you can just go up and sit in the bar or the lounge area. Um, and they'll let you know how that goes right there. If you cannot go to the California Grill, the other place that you can go when you're at the Contemporary is Steakhouse 71 has a really nice lounge area and bar area. So you can check that out. And of course, there's always the Outer Rim, which is on the fourth floor right there. But you're going to run into a lot of families that are waiting for their table at um, Chef Mickey's. And it gets That's a little wild. wild. It is. I mean... <laughs> The lizards took over the outer rim over marathon weekend for a meet. I mean, it was just our entire running team. And if you want to judge the loudness one to 10, we were like spinal tapping on 11. It was, it was bad. It was fun. It was fun. I don't know if it was fun if you were not a lizard, but it was fun for us. 
And do me, do an Amaro crawl gets my big stamp of approval. Um, not enough people think about all the fun things to do as adults at Walt Disney World, and there are plenty. So that's right. And for folks that don't know what that is, it means you just go around to the monorail resorts and kind of snack and have have beverages as you go, like yep. Polynesian, the Grand, and the Contemporary. And it's fun. It, it is. Okay, last question of the day. Let's get to that one, and then uh, we'll uh, let's see what we got here. Jacob, down in Arkansas. Mike, Pam, Ricky, Scotty G. At least two of us are here, so here we are. <laughs> After 25 years of frequenting Disney World multiple times per year and being an out-of-state pass holder from Arkansas, I finally did it. And we've booked our first Disney cruise on board the, the Disney Wish. Mike helped us surprise our kids at Christmas. And it was the best, most raw joy I've ever seen my kids have. Worth it already. Ask Mike to share the video. I sent him on Instagram. It was cut off as my son jumped on me and dropped the phone after what felt like several minutes of screaming. I'm telling you guys, I say this sometimes it, every once in a while on the show. This is exactly why we do what we do. Mm -hmm. I mean, you only get these moments every once in a while. And Disney, I'm telling you, Disney had the best campaign a few years back when it, it just had, dude, I can't hardly even say it. I'm getting choked up thinking about it. They're only little for a little while. I'm telling you what, man. It, God, my kids are 27 and <laughs> the, the youngest is driving now. That is the, I mean, if that is not the truth. And then that song by Jordan Davis came on. That, I forget what it's. It's a song that just talks about like uh, what's the name of it? It's a it's a country song and it says uh, oh I can't remember it now, but it came on during the marathon at mile seventeen and it's I shared it on my Instagram with pa Mallory's driving picture. Oh my god! She's gosh. like you always use that song, Dad. I'm like because it's so true about how fast things go, and it came on. I almost broke down. Anyway, yes, it's so you, you got to make the memories while you have the opportunity. That's the bottom line. Okay, here's this question. Back to Jacob. Jacob's like shut up, get my question. <laughs> Cry, Whoa, I'm gonna be yeah, like. <laughs> I'll find the name of the song. Anyway, this is my first of many questions. While at Nassau, what should we do? We're a family of five, ages six, eight, and ten, with two adults. We want to get the best out of the crystal clear water, so thought about boat rides or snorkeling. Do we book excursions through Disney Cruise or elsewhere? 131 days and counting. We'll book in the trip with long weekends at Walt Disney World after being influenced by all the podcast cruise trips and tips. Thanks for everything, my friends. Jacob in Arkansas. All right, Nassau. Give them some advice on Nassau because first-timers, a little bit different than folks that have gone to Nassau and the Bahamas multiple, multiple mm -hmm. times. So what would you say? It's true. Um, I always think that it's safe to book an excursion through the cruise line. They do their best to vet those. We also have, you know, at different times, especially in a port like Nassau, you can look at private excursions too, but please, please, please do your research yes. just to make sure. And there's a lot of private excursion companies out there that will guarantee that you will get back on the ship in time too. So I'm not saying that the cruise line is superior to private excursions. Just do some research and know who you're booking with and reconfirm before you go. Um, I think the water there, the water in Nassau is stunning. As you cruise into that, that area, and I think we you and I might have probably taken the picture of that little island or not the part lighthouse. of NASA that juts out yeah. and has the trees and a few houses. Like probably, I probably have a hundred pictures on my Same. phone right now. It doesn't change, that. but I have to take a picture every time. There's so many of those, yeah. but how many, like the water there can be so blue. 
it's just like a teal. It's just a teal. Um, it, it's very, very cool uh, to see that. And the water can do that. So I think a water excursion is something good to consider. I think a lot of people do Nassau, um, sorry, do Atlantis mm -hmm. over on Paradise, Paradise Island, Island because they get to take advantage of that. There's some other resorts that do that. Now, after you've been to Nassau a few times, or if you're not even sure you want to do something out there, if you want to do your snorkeling at like Castaway Key or Lighthouse Point or wherever you're going, that will depend on that. You can stay on the boat. And for a period of time, there will be a lot of people off the boat and you will have a lot of the boat that is less crowded. That's the advantage to staying on. So consider that as well. Um, depending on what ship you're sailing on, you might be able to do the aqua dock or aqua dunk with less, less wait times. Just think about all those things, but look through the excursion, see if there's one that really sort of appeals to you. The water is beautiful in Nassau um, and it will be beautiful at whatever Disney Island you stop at too. So enjoy. Yeah, you're going to have a great time either way. And it's I'm telling you what, you are going to fall in love with Disney Cruise Line if you're a Walt Disney World fan. It is just easy. It's chill, but it's Disney. Mm -hmm. It's so, And the kids are going to love the easy it. easy button oh, it's to so vacation. Easy. Absolutely. All right. So Janine over on uh, Instagram, thanks for joining us over this, is heading to Disney February 18th to the 25th for her honeymoon. It's only the second time she's ever been, so she's very excited. Just found the podcast weeks ago on Spotify and have loved hearing all the stories. So I love this that we're you know getting new folks tuned in because we hit, we hit the Instagram button today. So this is awesome. And we appreciate you tuning in on Spotify all the time. And congratulations right. on the nuptials. That's have a wonderful honeymoon. That's gonna be yeah, for sure. There's a little oh, by the way, if you have an is this romantic, and for our new listeners on on Valentine's Day, we do an episode called Is This Romantic? Where yeah, so we need some new material because I will say that a lot of our weak. frequent listeners send in ones that are sort of yeah. a slam dunk yeah, in terms no. of is this romantic. We need situations on Cruise Line, especially Walt Disney World Disneyland, where a guy or girl could take their significant other, whoever it is, you know, on, on a date or whatever. And, and we have to rate, well, is that really going to be romantic? You know, is, is that romantic? Right. And we, we, we are the tribunal. You know, we, we decide and we give it a yay or nay. It's like so. Survivor. Yeah. When we say the tribe has spoken. Yes. Like, then we get to put the, yeah, the decider So, I mean, it's, it's like. of course we are the purveyors of romance. You know, it's here. like, uh, you know, like, a, you know, Corn Dog at uh, Stage Door Cafe mm. um, on February 14th. You know, it'd be romantic. I mean, could be. We'd have to decide. I mean, there are other circumstances. You know, we could talk about that. So. Whatever it is, send it in to Mike at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Put, is this romantic in the headers so we can start those? Because, I mean, dude, Valentine's Day is right around the corner. It's like in three weeks. So yeah, you're already late. If you I haven't know, thought seriously. of something yeah. fun to do. Yeah, exactly. So let's get those going because we are going to do an episode on that. Is this romantic 2024? So get those coming in. And I'm uh, glad you said the right year. Yeah, because we, I, I know, swear crazy? I say. crazy? 2024? It's nuts. Anyway. Well, I only know because I've been saying it for all the races for the last two weeks, and it's been, like, bopped in my head. So we're good. Okay, so we're going to jump out of here. We'll be back on Friday with recaps from Disneyland, the restart from seven years. It's been waiting, and we had a great time out there. It was my first experience running on the West Coast, and uh, there was some great experiences. There were some rough ones, but uh, we have stories. We have some really funny stories, too, so we'll be uh, – We'll be sharing those with you here on Friday. But don't forget, our show is brought to you by The Magic for Less Travel. Check them out. We're ready to help you plan an amazing trip in 2024. Man, you want to go anywhere with Disney. Disneyland is just charming. It's magical. It's wonderful. It's got all the foods. 
I, I ate all the ice cream at Gibson Girl. I had a cone every single night of my trip. There may be ice cream left. There may not be. Sprinkle waffle cones, peanut waffle cones. I ate them all. It's awesome. I mean, you can walk through the castle. I did that. I did the new treehouse, Tarzan's treehouse. It's amazing. I even did that after doing the half marathon. I'm an idiot. I didn't even Mike. think about that. I know. I did it on the stupid day that I ran the half marathon. I didn't think about it because Scott was over at DCA. I was waiting for him to come over. And I'm like, well, what am I going to do? I uh, did the treehouse. Well, I mean, I'm dumb. Anyway, don't do that. But you can have so much fun at Disneyland. So go out there. Stay at the Disneyland Hotel. You know, stay on the good neighbors. Whatever you want to do, we can help you. Disney World, Walt Disney World. Go down there. Dining plan. Do it up. Pay for it all in advance. Just live like you're on a cruise ship. It's amazing. Speaking of cruise ships, man, there's cruise ships everywhere. Go see the world and just chill. Deck overlooked deck four chairs just take a nap i mean we talk about all the fun stuff you can do one of the best things take a nap on a deck four chair and just let the world go by it's awesome yes and adventures by disney out there as well too we'll take care of you all the details magicforless.com bottom line here here's my here's my thing i want to tell you first of all i love my guests thank you for letting me help you plan your vacations that means the world to me and bottom here's two things i want to get you the best deal possible cost you nothing extra booking with us and i just want you to have the best time ever just like jacob just said i want those kids to just not only lose their mind when they find out they're going on a disney cruise but when they get on that ship i want that to happen again and i want them to make those memories that they talk about 15 years from now that's exactly our goal. All of our agents, that's what we do. That's our goal every day when we get to work and we help you plan vacation. So give us a shot and, uh, you know, no cost to you. And you're going to get little goodies, onboard credits with the cruise line, Disney gift cards with most packages at Walt Disney World, Disneyland. I mean, why not? Give us a shot. So check them out, magicforless.com. Also, please use our Amazon affiliate link. It's beourguestpodcast.com slash Amazon. Those purchases really do help us out with that little commission that Amazon gives us. It's not much, but it adds up. And our Patreon supporters really, really help us out. You get a bonus show every week. It's called Mike in the Midwest. It's just me talking about fun topics every Tuesday. You can support us just $5 a month over there. It's patreon.com slash podcast. I talked about not missing out on the small things on these big vacations. Like in the, this experience that I just did, it was called Dopey to Dumbo. You know, did the Dopey Challenge at Walt Disney World. Did the Dumbo Double Dare out at Disneyland. Ran about almost 70 miles in races and collected nine medals and all this good stuff. But in all that, I talked about how you can't miss the excitement of watching families get on the airplane at your gate at the, at the airport. Or, you know, maybe not having a fancy meal, but enjoying a clam chowder bowl at the, the Harbor Galley on a cold night at Disneyland along the rivers of America. And uh, just, you know, the Dixieland band strolling past you at Disneyland. I mean, you got to enjoy the small moments, not just you're there to get the medals and you're there to run the races, but you can't be so focused on the big things that you miss these awesome, awesome little things. And that's what this week's Mike in the Midwest was about. So if you want to get in on that, come over patreon.com slash podcast and you're supporting the big show mostly. That's just kind of a thank you to kind of thank you for supporting the show as well. All right, Pam's on the social media at TMFLT Pam. I'm at BR Guest Mike. You can get Scott at Ep Scott. Ricky's at Ricky Nibs. And uh, like I said, we'll be back on uh, on Friday and Sunday night. We'll have a live call-in show. You want to share your stuff from the race weekends, from anything we've missed. We've not been together for a month, so give us a call. Sunday night, 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Central. Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch will be taking your calls. All right, let's get out of here, and we'll be back again on Friday. So for Pam, I'm Mike. Wishing you a great Wednesday. Stay safe. Stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. 
Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.